Hey, y'all. It's us, Caroline. And Kristen. And today, we're bringing y'all a little something extra. As you know, we released our book a couple weeks ago, Unladylike, A Field Guide to Smashing the Patriarchy and Claiming Your Space, and we also recorded an audiobook version. Both are available now everywhere. And as part of our audiobook, we were invited to make an episode of This is the Author, a podcast about authors reading their audiobooks from Penguin Random House. And it's actually a lot more fun than it might sound. It's very meta. So today, we're bringing that episode to you in the Unladylike feed. If you like it and want to hear more authors talk about their audiobooks, go check out This is the Author wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's hit it. Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. Today in the studio. Hi, this is Caroline Irvin. And Kristen Conger. We are talking about our book, Unladylike, A Field Guide to Smashing the Patriarchy and Claiming Your Space. Why did we write this book? That's a good question, Kristen. I mean, we should probably know by now, (laughs) since we have now written it and read it aloud. That's true. Lots of reviewing. So I think the general idea is that we really wanted to create the media that we wish we'd had, the guide that we wish we'd had when we were younger, just baby feminists emerging from school, entering the world and being like, oh, wow, this is really what sexism is like. Cool. Yeah, nothing in school prepared me for these invisible dynamics of gender. So, Kristen, we just recorded the audiobook, like literally like just recorded it. If you had to describe what it was like to do this in one word, what would that be and why? Daunting. Because we were so in it for so long, and to read it out loud in one fell swoop is a totally different experience. And honestly, I was a little nervous coming in of like, what if we read this out loud? And it turns out it's terrible. But it was fun going back and (laughs) rereading everything and remembering all of the rad women that we were able to include. What about you, though? Entertaining. Because even though this was a really kind of like tiring, long process to sit here and read out loud for hours and hours and hours. And we say this as professional podcasters. Yes. So kind of ironic. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Fully aware. But I will say entertaining because, Kristen, you know, you and I were in our separate corners in our little holes in the ground for months and months working on this book. And we traded our files, we reviewed each other's work, we worked together, absolutely. But this is literally the first time that you and I have sat down together and literally reviewed every single word. And it was kind of fun to go through it all with you. Yes. And I would like to amend that going into this process, it was more daunting. Coming out of it, I'm more on the entertaining side now, you know? (laughs) Yes. No, totally daunting because, again, you worry like, How many thousands of things did I leave out of this book? (laughs) Yeah, fortunately, only maybe like two or three thousand. Yeah. You know, it could have been many thousands more. (laughs) Caroline, is there a word or phrase you realized you didn't know how to pronounce? Uh, Yeah. Okay. So listen, I feel like as someone who reads. This is quite a wind up, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) There are some words that I've just read a million times but have never had the distinct privilege to say aloud. Can we see 
if you and I are thinking of the same word yeah, I and think do a countdown. Yeah, I think we are. Okay. okay three, three, two, two one. one. Ogle. <laughs> yeah. So uh, walking into this studio, I thought that the word ogle was ogle. I thought it was Ogle, too. Ogle has played a crucial role in my career. At one point, (laughs) I got in hot water in my youth, and I wrote a column with a headline, Stop Ogling Sarah Palin's Breasts, and my boss was confused about that. Come to find out, I should have said, Stop Ogling Sarah Palin's Breasts. Yeah, and you know what? In realizing that Ogle is the correct pronunciation— It also really drove home how many times we use the word ogle in our book. Yeah, it's about three. Was there anything about your narration, Kristen, that you're specifically super excited for listeners to hear? I'm proud of the stories that we share throughout the book of individual women, individual unladylike role models and trailblazers, because those bits were so fun to research. They were so fun for you and I both to write and simply discovering more about women that we may have heard about before, but actually learning details of their lives. You and I always love sharing those kinds of like women's history tidbits with people. So as far as like a storytelling moment goes, I think that listeners are going to have fun with that. I hope that they'll be kind of like the bedtime stories within the book. Yeah, no, I totally agree. That's my answer as well. I'm super excited for listeners to hear these biographies of women, many biographies. They're woven in. It's not like the whole thing is biographies, but it's some really beautiful, wonderful historical context for trailblazing and for activism and for generally kicking ass. They are great examples of this thing that Kristen kept sort of saying throughout the process, which I found really at first, like, I'm not sure what she means, but then it became so apparent the farther into the book we went, which is show, don't tell. And in painting these pictures of these women's lives and what they did and how they did it, it's showing, not telling how to smash the patriarchy. Agree. Caroline, who is your dream narrator, living or dead, if we hadn't read this book ourselves? <sighs> and by the way, James Earl Jones and Meryl Streep do not count. Although, James Earl Jones reading Unladylike. A field guide. James Earl Jones does an excellent Caroline Irvin impersonation, I hear. <laughs> but he's off the table. Yeah. Okay, well, let me think about it for another second. What about you? Samantha B. Oh! Samantha B, because she is an unladylike rabble-rouser, bar none. She is hilarious, also just so astute and quick. And when I was really devastated about the election, which was right around the time when we started actually writing this book, so, you know, good timing, it was full frontal and Samantha B and her rage that honestly got me out of bed and got me to my desk being like, okay, I have purpose. Other people are mad too. I got to sting like a bee, just like Sam. Yeah, she absolutely is like a feminist role model for sure. There is someone whom I adore. Someone's voice. I just think it's fantastic and I would love to listen to really anything she says anytime ever. And that is NPR correspondent Ophabia Quest-Arcton. I love her. And she's brilliant, so... Oh, wow, we are NPR nerds!
Well, Kristen, final question. Yes. Do you listen to audiobooks? Oh, I do. I do. <laughs> what was the last great one you listened to? So I loved the audiobook of Dietland, which was written by Sarah Walker and narrated by Tara Sands. And if you want a cross between kind of a fun beach read, but also like a super feminist satire, Dietland is fab. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.